back. We are back. Welcome back to the Paul Bar Show. What's up? I am it's your nice boy Vince Teen. Along with me is Dr. Twisted. What's happening? And along with us is Auntie Coco. Hello. And back for I don't know what reason. D-Nut is in the back in his bitch. Yo, yo. <laughs> oh, damn, yo. Yes, there he is. We were just talking about I'm fried chickens that. and this mother shit earlier because D-Nut brought fried it up. Fried chicken. Ooh. Chicken, 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 chicken. We just want to let y'all know the black I'm a chicken hawk so. hunting for a chicken. Yo. Oh, we hear Black Lives Matter. So we're going to talk about some chicken, D-Nut. Let's talk about it. <laughs> What's your favorite chicken Wait, spot? Way to raise that shit up. <laughs> Bring that shit back down, bro. <laughs> Take Popeye, me to churches. Right, so we're going to do that real quick. Actually, yeah, before we get into to the week, D-Nut, what'd you say your, your favorite chicken spot was? Popeye's. Popeye's. Mark? Ooh, yes. Albertson's Fried oh, that's chicken, dog. That's okay. Coco. What Every you got? Fiesta has pa- Popeye's for sure. For Ooh, sure. Oh, man. Vince. But I agree for the Albertsons too. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go for Popeyes. Party. Too. Popeyes, party. yeah, That's for sure. Popeyes, Popeyes. Parties, although, Albertsons. Although my personal, when my choice grandpa Popeyes. was still here. Like he always only wanted churches, mm-hmm. so we're not gonna go to two fucking spots. So I learned to like Yo, enjoy churches. I was like, damn! Oh my I'm god, like, he was the master. My grandpa of chicken. wanted churches. Yeah. You know what was bomb master. at Church's Chicken? Was their corn on the cob. I never yeah. had that shit. Bro, they yeah. had it in a little yellow bag. Yes, with the all butter super in it. buttery. Oh, my God, man. Super so good. So everything, but bomb. everything, the size and everything from churches was fire. Yeah. Mm. But not the chicken, sorry. Not the chicken. I quit eating at Church's Chicken when I found out that the clan owned them. Oh, shit. They, well, we're going to. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Let's okay, just take it easy. Take it easy, guys. Take it easy. Anyways, guys, we you are You take back. it easy right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to cheers. Let's do it. Cheers three times. <laughs> three clank, times. Clank, three clank, times. Clank, clank, clank. <laughs> Uh, so, mm. I was on my way here. Well, actually, I came from work, right? So, mm-hmm. and uh, so I'm having like an off day just because it's start of the week. Mm-hmm. You know, just like fucking down. Like, I'm like, man, fuck this goddamn eight hour mentality, right? Or at this point, 10, 13, 10 to 12, 10 to 12 hour mentality. 14, yeah. sometimes more teen. And so I was like, I was like, damn, this shit is like draining me because I want to come here and be like fresh minded. So I was coming here, I was like, all right, cool. Like, as you guys saw, I was like dragging a little bit. I'm like, man, fuck. Got me a little drink. A lot better now, for sure. Yep. Um, but one of the things I was, it was kind of thinking about, I was like, yo, so like, because a lot of shit that I, do, I don't want to do, but I have to do, I just won't do it in, in at 100%. Um, so like, I, I like, thought, what, like what? Give me an example. So, so like this. So like, I'll come in, even though I'm having a bad day, and like, it'll be, it'll be fine as soon as everything turns on. Right. And it's not a character. It's not... Um, you know, it's, the mood. It, it, it's just the natural feeling of it. So it's like second nature. When when the mics turn on and we start doing our shit, um, automatically it's just it's just better, right? So that's cool. But I, before I even got here, I was like, yeah, what the fuck? Like, why why does this shit inspire me so much? So I started thinking back, and um, I was like, well, I told this before, man. Coco got me started on the idea of the show, right? And then we went, moved forward with uh, you know Rich and the whole squad, and then. Uh, Little down the line, you came, mm-hmm. and then, uh, you know, now we have Antikogo, full circle. So, um, but I, I want to get your opinion on like when you have those kind of days, those like, man, fuck the, not fuck the world, but like, man, fuck this damn rotation. The grind. Yeah, exactly. The grind. So, like, what, what, ins- yeah, what, well, what inspires you to like keep, either keep going or change up or do whatever you need to do to kind of keep your sanity? Mark, let's start with you. So my normal days on a regular is a 10 hour day. 
I start work at four in the morning. So you basically basically said I'm a dumb bitch. Yeah. Nah, don't be it. But I'm conditioned for it because sure. the, the job that I have, I mean, 10 hours is my regular day, but I could go beyond that. Yeah. Like I could, I could do 17 hour, 20 hour, 24 plus hour day. So I'm conditioned for it. But when I'm having those kind of days where I'm just like, man, fuck this, fuck that, fuck right. everything. The one thing that brings me back and grounds me is when I get home. Sure. Right. And that. That little girl comes running out. She's happy to see me. She doesn't know anything about my day. I don't know anything about her day yet. I could just imagine, you know. And when she runs up and jumps up on me, and first thing she says is, hold me. Carry me. Right? And I pick her up, and it's like, no matter what the day had in store for me, that just takes it all away. Mm. That just takes nice. it all away from me. You know, and, that, and that's how I, I, I come back. And I decompress from the shit, you know, and it's like none, nothing else matters. At that moment, nothing else matters. No matter how bad my day was, nothing else matters. The moment is the moment. And that's the whole purpose for why I do what I do. Right. Right. So. And so you like even kind of like going further back, even like at the start of your day, like let's just say you're not you're not here for it. Like, man, fuck this shit. Bro, right. there's days I wake up. I wake up every morning at 2.15. So what's your motivation to like even push through and like just grind out even I mean, obviously I, I, your family, but. Hey, I got to I got to provide. You know, I'm the, I'm the man. Mm. You know, I've got to provide. I've got to make sure everybody has a roof over their head, food in their belly, clothes on their back, gas in the yep. tank. You know, so that's that's my motivation right there. That's the way we were brought up. Um, that's the way I do my, my grind every day. That's the thing that motivates me. You know, I mean, I, I love my job. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy what I do. For sure. But there's a lot of other BS that comes with it on a day-to-day. Right. You know, with other things that I'm involved with at work that sometimes I don't even want to have to deal with, but I have to. It's a commitment that I made. <clears throat> so I, I, I deal with it as it comes, and then, you know, I've got to drive home where I have a moment to just kind of reflect on my day and, yeah. you know, and, but like I said, when I come home, nothing else matters. Once I, once I park that truck and I step out and then, and, and that, that alarm goes, bloop, bloop, nothing else matters. Mm. You know, I just, I leave it all it's behind. Dope. And I've that always been, so I've, I've always been able to do that though. Like, you know, if, even if there's issues at home, when I drive through those gates, Everything stays there. I don't drag my home issues or my personal issues into the job with me. You know, and, and you don't go dragging the same when you come exactly. back home because of, yeah, because it, at the it, end of the day, it, that's, it, it corrupts it corrupts the home. If you bring oh, sure. if you bring work home with you, it corrupts the home. You know, and to me, it's just a job. You know, fam, well, it gives family you the home. means to the end so well, that you well, can give that home focus is family to your home. family. That's, that's what's always going to be know? there. Right. You're going to do that hustle for them, yeah, obviously. But, but phone, f- uh, home and family is always going to be there. So you don't ever want to bring anything home that's going to corrupt it. And that's, that was one of the reasons why I quit being a cop. Because oh, things, I never heard that shit. Things that I had no, I from either. my military past, once I got into being a cop, some of those things were dredged up again. Because of shit that you deal with. And it was harder to turn those emotions and those thoughts off going home with some of the stuff that I dealt with. Right. It was really, really hard. And honestly, you turn into an asshole at home. And it's like, you know, I, I commend people in my household at the time for for dealing with the shit. You know, because 
it was a hard person to live with. And when I took a step back and I looked at that person, I was like, I wasn't happy with that person. Right. And that was the reason why I made the change that I, I made. And, you know, and it's like, if you looked at what I did to get there and where I am now, it's like two different worlds completely. Mm. You know, people go, well, how'd that happen? Well, because I was a complete asshole at home. And it was changing the dynamic of home by being in this job. I'm bringing this shit home. And that was the job that I wanted from the, that's Before I even chose, went in the yeah. military, that was the job that I wanted to do. Okay. But when I, once I experienced the shit that I experienced and getting into that job and taking that kind of trauma home, it wasn't a good mix, you know, and I didn't want to be the statistic of, you know, oh, you hear about so-and-so, he swallowed his service pistol. I, I didn't want to be that guy. So I got out of it and I got into some something completely different. I deal with shit on a completely different level and I, I use those experiences on a day to day, you know, dealing with the shit that I deal with, right? Dealing with people, dealing with management, you know, stuff like that, because it was all beneficial, right? Those experiences are they're all beneficial even to to this day. So I can utilize them. There are tools in my box that I can pull out and use at my my whim, mm-hmm. right? But yeah, for for the end of the day, beginning of the day, what motivates me is the family. What gets me out of that mood is my family period stepping in here and doing this helps even more you know it's just, oh, sure. it's, the, it's the fun shit this is what this is what i do the job for so i could do the fun stuff you know and enjoy it being around some awesome ass people like d-nut and coco you know Vince T. Thank you. Vince oh, T, of you, course. You, you oh, was about to get gosh, muted, bitch. you're so generous. <laughs> Don't, bitch. You, you stop was asking it, for it, y'all. Y'all heard it. Stop it. Go on. I threw the hook Go and you took the bait. With That's it. your Go fault. Go on with bro. it. I bit the hook off, too. That's some motivation right fault, there. Bro. You got to know you're included in that equation, bro. Yeah. You got to know. Brotivation. You got to know. If there's any doubt, there's any doubt. Get I got to wear. You got to wear for the week. If there's any, <laughs> if doubt. any doubt, baby, drink a stout. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> no, Let's that's dope, do man. It. It's, um, the reason why I thought about it is like, damn, like, because those things mentally can kind of drain you in, in a yeah. certain a certain way, or you know, depending on the person, obviously, um, and depending and their situation, on right? The so on the person that can go, and I'm gonna get to my the point after this, but um, Antikoko, what what's your your driving inspiration, or if well, Chato. Oh, Chato, yeah, Chato is my puppy. He is my life. But you talk about career changes. And I think when you, for me, it's a, uh, it's also to thinking about depending on your vocation and maybe even where you are in your career. Mm-hmm. So when you think about those kind of things, you know, you come home to that base, that family, that love. And that is, that is at the end of the day, the greatest thing that you can have your family, right? Mm-hmm. That unity, that, that nucleus of people. That's your driving force. Yes. That, that is the true motivation of life because that at the end of the day, and we've, we've said this time and again is at the end of the day, all you really have is family. But if we're going to just talk about what motivates you in those things, the career changes that you make and the moves that you make where you are in your career are really important. It depends on where you are. You could be five years into your career and just climbing to the top. And that's the most important thing to you in that time. So you also have to think about time and you could be 25 years or 26 years or 35 years into your career. And what is that time like? 
at the end of the day, for me, the simpler things are, the better they are because knowing that you can work very hard, take care of your family, right, Mark? Mm-hmm. And, and, and have that freedom, that financial freedom that you want. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't need to be something that's overabundant, like Nothing making like a, like millions making a bajillion or Brazilian or trillion dollars. You can make it, according to Joe Biden, you probably could make a Brazilian. <laughs> Don't get mad. Don't get mad. But to give you that freedom to do what you want when you want so that, if you can have that financial freedom to focus later on, on not just your family, cause that's the underlying thing. So mm-hmm. that, that is, is goes without saying, right. Mm-hmm. To support and take care of your family, but to then later focus on those passion projects. So like those things, like what you would ask other people, if not, if not this career, what would you be doing? So you could do yeah. that for yourself. So mm-hmm. what motivates me is the freedom of time. To have the oh. kind of financial freedom is totally different because that's that's defined by any person. And it's all relative. It's all gravy, right? Yep. Everybody has their own interpretation of what financial freedom looks like because it could be just enough to get by to be happy because that is what we ultimately want is happiness. Mm-hmm. It's really ultimately the thing we want to really accomplish that doesn't cost so much in our life. But what motivates me is to have that time freedom to do whatever I want. Fortunate as I may be to have the finances to do things for, to do things for myself and my family, mm. it's the time freedom. Because that's more valuable than anything. Yep. And and it's the time that you can take to do whatever, whatever you, you need to do or whatever you want, want to, do. to do. Because yep. both of those things are different. And when we are employed and someone else is allowing for us to financially do the things that we need to do. That's also great, but sometimes depending on where you are in your career, you're going to do those things because you want to accomplish certain things in your career. You want to maybe in the corporate life, climb up, right? Sure. Or maybe as a musician, become a fucking virtuoso or whatever that looks like, right? Like whatever that is, because It should all count and that's okay. But the thing I think that we forget about is the time that we have to do it in. So to have the freedom of time is for me what motivates me because then I can be there for my family or for the music or for the creativity, you know, or for the moments to say, you don't bitch bitch, and all of that. So that's what motivates me is. That's dope. Yeah, the freedom the, of the, time. The time aspect is definitely freedom. one thing that I'm I'm for sure learning about. Like, uh, you know, when you spend, because I also count like the time when I'm prepping for work before I even clock in. That's also that job related. So sure, yeah, it's exactly. like, all right, so I, I wake up, I you know do my routine, and from X amount of, from this hour to X amount of hours, that's the time I'm invested. I put into my job. And, you know, nine to five or whatever, eight to six, whatever you want to call it, right? So, like, I've been thinking about that. I'm like, okay, like, it's it's cool, right? So, like, like the paycheck is always nice. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say, like, I don't mind. But that money. lets you do all the things that you could want to do without, you know? Right. But as time kind of goes goes on, passes, I'm like, shit, if I, if I don't got time, if I'm working my ass off, then naturally I'm tired. Yes, of course you're tired. Do I, am I really spending this time? So... I'm, I'm glad to hear you say that. I'm glad to hear you say that. So the reason I took the position that I have right now 
is because the position that I had before, right, it took a lot of time away from family, took a lot of time away from being dead. Sure. Okay. The number one job, I, and I would assume. Granted, the money was good, but exactly what you're saying. When did I have time to enjoy it? Right. I didn't. Exactly. Right? Like I, I had to stay on the grind. I took the position that I'm in now because it gives me those six days off. Sure. Okay. My, my actual work days might be longer, but my days off, that's my time. I could take the kid to school. Me and the fiance, we could take out, we could go have breakfast and sit down and, and talk. And just we could go it. run our errands and just all day long, we're just together. Right. Right. And we were just, it's funny because we were just talking about it the other day, how nice it is to be able to do that. There's not a lot of people out there that have the opportunity that I have. Right. Right. To be able to spend that quality time with your significant other. And still right. be able to live comfortably. Still, still be able to live comfortably and do the lifestyle. things that you want yeah. to do. Yeah. You know, and, you know, Grant, some people say, well, you know, sometimes too much time together is not good. No, I don't look at it. I like mean, that. shit, man. Like, yeah. if, you, if you think about it, half glass, half full, right? Mm -hmm. Shit, I'm like, damn, I got, what is the saying? You got more years behind you than you, you do ahead, ahead of you, you right? So. Yeah. You think about yes. it that way, it's like shit. If I die tomorrow, I don't want to think mm -hmm. about it that way. Well, I'm I'm, I'm just, just saying, saying like it kind of gives you a, a more enlightened perspective of of how you want to live if that's the way you think. So I'm yeah. obviously I I take myself as one of those people. Um, it's like damn man, like obviously like day to day shit is gonna happen. Like you're gonna live with that, but like the end goal is like damn man, like did I really am I making the point of spending the quality time or am I just a statistic that's just making money for the account, like that, well, that, and that's my thing. Go ahead. See, and that's you can real, real quick, real, real quick. So on, on that, and this is something that I preach to the guys at work all the time. I say, you have to learn the work life balance, right? Because when you look at our job, realistically, we spend more time together here, right, on a job than you actually do at home with your family, mm -hmm. right? I I can't say that anymore. Because the time that I do get with my family, I value it, you know, and like I said, that's the reason I took the position that I have now so that I have that time. But those other guys that are in the position that I was in, they don't, they're not as, uh, I don't know what's the word. They're um, not as, as privileged word, as I yeah. am. Right. So I always tell them the time that you do have at home value that time because realistically, when you look at the hour spent, Versus the hours, the hours spent at work with each other versus the hours that you spend at home. The hours yeah. spent at home are very minimal. So the time that you do have there with your family and your loved ones, cherish it, do shit, do shit, yeah. make those memories. So it, it's it's kind of like, um, and both of you can answer this. I'm the youngest one here on the panel, but it's more it's more of a, of the of, of the payout, right? So you have to, you have two payouts for me. You have your, your job, you know, your nine to five, whatever, whatever hours it may be. You have, you have your financial payout, mm -hmm. you know, obviously whatever benefits you, you may acquire through that. So your, your 401k, your health and all that, obviously you need that. Right. But then there's also, you know, your, <clears throat> your pleasure payout, which is like your family, um, and whatever things that you want to do outside of work. Um, there are some people out there that just love to work and just no shade to them. I'm just not one of those people that can work 
13, 14 hours on end and wake up and do it all over again without doing something different. Yeah. Um, and it's why we kind of do this and it's, it's a great avenue for us. Yep. But I guess it's like, but, but like, how do you even balance that? Like, cause if it like, and Skogo said, it's like, depending on where you're at in your career, mm-hmm. it's like, you have to sacrifice one for the other. To yeah. get, well, you have to, to, to do balance, some right? kind of time. The thing is, it's it it's gonna take a it's gonna take a balance over time, depending on where you are in your life, what kind of opportunities and timing, timing of the things that you really want to do, and the risk that you're going to take to go after that. And when I talk about the risk you take, you go after that. Are those are the things that are more passionate? So, so a musician, a person that is just naturally gifted to creating music. They're going to take a different path than somebody who maybe has taken four years. And and it's not to say that that musician hasn't taken four years of college, but maybe as something more corporate, more structured, a little less risky in the way of the path that they're taking for financial freedom initially, because you could either way, you could see it as a risk, but it's, it's. It's if you're talking about just taking a job and taking a career and having somebody else pay you for those hours and the time that you take all day spending at work versus the time that you have at home, you're going to, it's a sacrifice that you're going to take either way, whatever role you take in your life. This particular one, we all know what it's like to work for the man, the way that, that it's so loosely described because somebody else is giving us a paycheck to go do what we want to do. And that's the path that we take versus somebody who has gone off to be a musician to create something and then gets paid from that and has a sensational career or a career enough for them to do what they love for a living. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cause those are two different things of passion and, and still, using your talent and skill to carry out a a job that may or may not be what you could truly desire yourself or how you envision yourself to be. Has you been able to use all your talents on either of those things? But the balance is if you are talking about being employed by someone else is the amount of time that you're going to allow yourself to be in that position and take on that paycheck Mm -hmm. and support your family before you take on something that's going to be more passionate that may a different sacrifice now would be the money possibly in the way that you've been caring for yourself and your family in the lifestyle that you've afforded your family, whether it's through someone else on the regular from a paycheck that may, that people may not have to think about because in that role you have a salary. So you know, that money is coming in Mm -hmm. versus somebody who takes a little bit more risk and goes out and employs themselves for, for, for what the real, real thing is, whether you're a musician or a realtor or any that, of those other talents be different that require you to be paid by yourself, by your truthful efforts and not by the efforts that you are giving to another company. Mm-hmm. So the balance is also when you talk about time, it's, it's, yeah, you're going to be fucking tired at the end of the day. Cause you've given someone else your time. Right. If the, if that's what you're choosing to do, or that's what you need to do, or that's what you have to do or whatever that is, it's all good. Right. But yes, you're going to be tired and no, you're not going to give your full all because you are tired, but you also need to, you also would benefit from instead of you need to, sorry, but you also would benefit from thinking that whatever time and effort you put into whatever else you're doing, like what we're doing here tonight, Mm -hmm. like whenever you think what motivates me, not just to go to work so that I can pay my bills, but what motivates me to come here tonight and be 
alive and awake and engaged and talking and getting with the audience, that also counts, even if those hours are not the same. Because eventually they will shift. And eventually the hours of the passion and love and what you need and what you've built will shift. It doesn't, it doesn't take that long and it does take that long. It just depends. There's no timetable on that. But over time, in my own experience, your hours will change for the devotion that you give to those passion projects that you deserve for yourself. After all of the hard work you've put in, whether somebody else has employed you, employed you or whether you've gone out and done the hard work and gotten that money on your own, pounding the pavement by... And I just use musicians as an example because it's closest to me in a lot of people that have made their living through what they can do and what they're truly innately gifted for, Mm. which is admirable because, you know, I don't have that. So it's like, I love to see that, but I think that's where the balance happens. It's, it's all in different scenario and time, but it does change when you talk about how do you balance all that? And feel like, am I giving enough? You are giving enough for what you have right now. Yep. But that does change. So I've always said like... Sorry, that was no, so no, no, drawn that's, that's, that's out dope, and long. That's dope, yeah. So I've like, always said like the, the daily grind is a daily grind. If we could ever build this thing right here that we're doing into something, this is what I would rather be doing. Oh, for sure. Like I said, I, I, I well, sure, the, because I it love, helps I, people who well, relate love, to what we're talking that about. I do, but... Is it really what I want in life for myself? I mean, no. And talking to and us that, would obviously goes, be a lot of what people well, would want. Is, it, goes, it goes to that <laughs> sacrifice, though, right? It goes to that sacrifice. Sometimes, and a lot of times, actually, we are forced into a situation where we're doing something that we may like it. Yeah, something different or whatnot. Right. We may like it, and, 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 and it brings home what you need to pay the bills and right. sustain a certain lifestyle. But is it what you truly want in life for yourself? Yeah. Right? Your passion. This right here would be a payday that if we had to do this every single day. I've come to work happy as fuck. Hell yes. I tell this you that. Is what Doing I'm what you love for a living. Exactly. Yeah. The balance. The compared, other side of the compared balance. Compared to doing what you have to do to make a living. Right? Which yeah, is giving, giving a company. We or just whatever. did all that, right? Did yeah. we not just all get off of a long day of work? Exactly. And then we come here and we do this because we love it. And it's because if we could do that, it's because we relate to people. Yeah. Whatever we talk about in some way, shape, or form is really meant to be there for people. Mm. I know that there are things that I have even said that have been like fucking fully off color, colors, 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 has been fully off color, Way has been totally color. offensive because, because that's what I'm going, that's where I'm going sure. with yeah, it. I got you. As I say, a lot of fucked up shit. And I've said a lot of terrible things where people will probably be like, oh my God, minority report on me where, you know, you have said this and you have said that and I have offended and, you know, I, you know, yeah, but we say it because it's just shit to be talking about. And if it isn't out there for us to have a response to or a reaction to, then why is it fucking out there? And why would you be so bothered by it if you're going to put it out there and... 
if we're all going to have some kind of opinion about it, who's to say that ours isn't just as valid as someone else's? We're just not in the line where everybody else gets to, I guess, have it publicized in the media where that could be a focal point to sway the community. Ooh. I feel you. Change the subject. But I'm just saying, we don't say things to like, you know, be like fucking complete dicks about shit. We're out there well, responding to everything. I am a complete dick. I am an asshole. But like a lovable asshole. Assholes rule. Assholes live forever. Oh, shout out to my you. boy Kareel, baby. <laughs> I know you're going with that, boy. <laughs> assholes live forever. Forever. Uh, very forever, well ever, forever. Forever. But it's true, uh, right? No, it's like I, I know that. Like I know that's gonna be like, oh well, you said this or whatever. And that's fool, that's man. the sad part is that that's what we're paying attention to. What people have said or whatever. So you can bring that back and use it against them. But why? Why are you spending that much time doing that? Isn't that just part of what makes us stronger that we can say that and be like accepting of our faults or our stereotypes or why all not, the things that we make just fun look of. At what we're talking because that's about what it is. As, we're just as, making fun of it. Who gives a, mean, a shit? Yeah, as a means to spark up a conversation. That I'm maybe sorry if I hurt your feelings or if, yeah. I, if I've, if you thought I would say something ignorant, because here's the point. There's always going to be somebody that disagrees with everything yep. right. that you say, yep. no matter what it is. We're just not that up in the hype to get into the line where everybody else in the world gets to hear about it and see about it and agree with it because we're not in the line for what fits whatever narrative, whatever How that is. How boring would life be if so, everybody agreed on the same thing all the time? Well, well that's, that's why they, they steer right it now. that way. Yeah, but exactly. yeah, it goes back to having the thicker skin of just yep. being able to talk all kinds of shit and be accepting of the things that we get to talk about or the things that we allow each other to talk about is about each other's culture and yeah. we all know it. And we're, we're brave enough, I mean, to say a lot of those things because most people think it. And yeah, you can think it and you can say it because you do say it in private. And we're not saying like, let's all start fucking insulting each other. We come at it from an angle I'm where saying. we're trying to bring light and humor to it, sure. mm-hmm. even though it is completely fucking insulting and wrong. But, that's what makes it funny because even in the privacies of our own homes, we laugh at that. But we always have to be careful about saying it because we have to be careful. You never know sure. who you could hurt or offend for whatever reason. We're still sensitive human beings, but we should also still be sensitive enough to like take the hard shit because it's easy to hate. But shouldn't it be just as easy to say I hate this person for this reason. Well, I love them for the same reason because yeah. it's so fucking stupid. And let's just, can't we all just get along? Get along. It's been <laughs> getting along. You're listening oh my to the gosh. Power Bar Show here on Island City. Biatch meets the Striots. My God. Striots of like, whoa. My God. The Biatch. Striots. Seriously. Sexiness. Oh, shit. Oh, gosh. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so we we're talking about motivation anyway, and things like that. Sorry about so, that, guy. Yeah, so Vince, um, did I just you, like go crazy right now? So with you, Vince, what motivates you? Yes. Since oh we, man, you know, we it's, we uh, somehow got way off that goddamn hey, topic. Hey, it's all right because that needs to be said at some point. <laughs> we were gonna, you know we, were gonna we were gonna we head down that way because of this. Yes. 
Uh, actually, Jameson and sponsors this, right now. Please. And this. I'm sorry, uh, Vinny. I'm yes, sorry, Jameson, Vinny. if you're out there I'm listening, sorry, we would like you to have you as a sponsor like, here me, on the Par Bar. No. I would no. like to one day say, okay, it's time for us to pay some bills and start talking about Jameson. So, Jameson, if you're out there listening, please. Yes, please. Uh, shameless, shameless big. My, shameless big. Frosted <laughs> yes, lucky yes, charms. Yes. Uh, my inspiration for me is is um, is quite easy. Uh, I've, I've grown up and, and was raised to kind of look outside myself mm-hmm. um, and not really, I don't say want anything for myself, but it's just uh, when your life is good, it's, it is what it is. Like I, that's what I think about it now. Like I, I mean, I'm you know, happily married. Like my family is, is all here. Like, well, I mean, besides my pops, but you know, the, like the ones that are still here, they're still close knit to me. Yeah. And that's what I meant by that statement. But um, you know, that those kind of things, like I, I really honestly give a shit about money. Um, although we do, I mean, especially living here in California, we need it for sure. Um, yes. with it being so expensive. And so not to say, you know, I want, I'll, I'll be happy being homeless. Definitely not. I mean, I'm not, I'm still striving to be great. I'm still trying trying to make as much money as I can only to have that financial freedom and to, and to explore and do things that I probably, probably wouldn't be able to do, uh, without it. Um, uh, cause mm-hmm. as much as we say, everything costs money, even if it's like, Shit, the smallest example here in San Diego is like, you want to go to the beach for a day? All right, you gonna have to pay gas, which is at six gallon, six dollars a gallon right at this point. So like you, you and wow. that and, and 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 your time investment too, right? So gas, food, whatever it is, and that on top of your your time investment for the day. Yep. So like even that, the simplest thing, even though you're not paying for the activity or whatnot, it's still costing you. A, a certain amount of dollars, yeah. right? So you, you gotta get cool. your gas to get there. You gotta cool. get your food Which to is, be there. Is, is fine with me. But like, like going back to the payout. The payout for me isn't like how much money I'm saving. It's how much time I'm investing mm-hmm. with that day. Because mm-hmm. with that, it's agree. It's I could make a memory that day that's gonna last me my whole fucking life. That that time or whatever money I'll make back the next day. I could spend two hundred dollars to make a memory. Or I could spend absolutely nothing, yeah, and have a memory that's just as valuable to me. Yeah, so I mean, right? it's it's not really depending on, dependent on the on the financial factor. Yeah, it's not a monetary thing. Um, but I definitely think you know those are the kind of inspirations for me. Like I just want, I just want, I just want to live life and like people look back uh, and look at like they talk about my life and like yo, he was just he was just happy. And I think at that point I'm just like, all right, cool. If that's if that's the case, at the end of my life, shit, bet I'm I'm good. Um, but yeah, man, like the inspiration besides my family is, it's really just to live a quality life. Not really mm. like a flashy kind of life. It's just whatever I can afford, I can afford. If not, yep. Hey, shit. Man, I've lived in shit, the neighborhood for how long now? So, I mean, you kind of get used to, uh, living a certain way, but, um, the happiest times have been made around this same neighborhood. So, yep. um, with the, with that said, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. Like. It doesn't take too much to inspire me. Like, I know I have to get up and do what I have to do. Like you said, you, you just have to kind of thug that shit out mm-hmm. um, and keep it going and hopefully you progress. And if not, and if you're content, then you're content. Right? But I also want to throw the subject to D-Nut. Yeah, he's actually one of the younger on ones here. On the spot. That motherfucker looks um, surprised as fuck D-Nut. when you say yeah, yeah, He's not wet. I was sleeping. 
Oh my gosh, me? you guys, I was all, asleep. Fuck, it's so sleepy. What the hell? I'm tired. <laughs> not, uh, oh my gosh, wake up. We yeah, I, I said I'm the youngest here on the panel. You are also part of the team, but just not on this side of the table. But yep. you're a big part of it. So like up. a lot of things, you're still kind of uh. Learning. You learning for sure and like figuring out what you kind of want to do with your life right so yeah what sure. what is what is inspirational to you bro like i mean i think at this point like we're, we're kind of all established here on this table right mm -hmm. we, we've been at our years at, well, at our jobs for x amount of years well like, what what is what is your Fuck goal you here? doing dina <laughs> god damn dina. i don't want to put it out there bro dina. <laughs> Oh my god, what just happened? You're you're here. I mean, yeah. you could be doing anything else in the world, but you're here. Yeah. Well, I know what he went to school for. I know what he wants to do. Okay, Whoa. well let's let, right, So you you went to you went to school. Pop quiz, what do you want to do? Automotive. Yeah. You want to be a mechanic? Or a body, whatever you want to be. Do you want to get what into want automotive of technology? Not so much as a career. People would look at when I tell this story, people look at me like Why'd you do it then? It's, I have a love for cars. And that's, yeah. that's what it so was. So you just want to learn? Yeah, basically. Okay. And I, to have that in my back pocket. So why not use that as a, as a passion uh, career? It's not what I want to do right now. So what do you want to do? I have no clue. Smoke still... weed every day. There's a reason why I'm going into this. So smoke like, weed every day. No, so Dina is under the age of 25, am I correct? Yes. I'm not going to put your age out there just in case you got one. so cute. Back the fuck down. I'm 31. I'll whoop your ass. This <laughs> nah, so now like, that was that, amazing. Hey, Dina, Just you're, saying, you're 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 a good dude. Like I see, like you have passion, like just about your personality. So it's mm -hmm. like. Are, are you currently taking any steps to like fulfill that, or what? Is, are you just kind of like kicking no, back? No, I'm just free spirit right now, having fun. I know life is short. And okay. You gotta have fun when you you, ha you can. Okay. You only get one life, so might as well here for a fun sure. time, not a long time. And if I, you really and think I, about it, that's how I think about it. And I, I know, I, and I know for a fact you know that. Yeah. Exactly what you're saying. So you already know. Yep. yep. <laughs> uh, I feel like uh, Dina's statement kind of covers a lot of his generation, also. Yeah, it's my generation as well. Um. And one thing that I did notice, and me and Mark talked about this uh, before, was like, y'all generation don't want to drive right away. Woo! I know. My God. <laughs> and that's also part of, like, growing up, like, you use, like you use that skill to fucking take you where you need to go to your job, whatever you got to do. Wow, I was yeah. college and shit. 13 years old, I was well, already for, dreaming about driving. I'm just saying, 15 shit, for me. Uh, 13, but, dog. So I'm saying, like, can't wait. Do you, do you feel like... Like there's a different mindset, like from from our. I'm like in the middle between it's Coco and, and Mark's generation, and between and with y'all generation. Right? Oh yeah, so, for sure. Um, like what what's what's the I guess I don't say setback, but like I guess what's the hold up, bro? Like yeah, 
Like, why don't you? Why don't y'all want to like get out there and do shit? What, what, what's the cause? <laughs> of the lack I'm, not, of, I'm not like to wait, be no, like. I know, I know what you mean. What's the cause of the lack of motivation for it? Yeah. Maybe my generation was just. Maybe my generation was just added a lot of stuff. It, technology. What did we talk about earlier, earlier Mark? Yeah, what did I talk exactly. about earlier, Mark? And he also it's, heard the same quote on last time. Last yep, time. Exactly yep. what's going on. We just handed a lot of stuff, even if we were in the hood or not. It just still being handed. Ooh, let's talk about or, that. But it's true because true. you know what? I even tell my brothers and sisters the same thing about it. And 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 in the defense of that, because most people would say like, well, what do you mean you're handed all kinds of stuff, right, Dina? Yeah. And the thing is, I tell my brothers and sisters the same thing of your generation is that we gave them everything that we had. We gave them that we didn't get to have even, you know, we gave them as much as we possibly could. So mm -hmm. it's not your fault no. in your generation's fault to wake up and be like, well, you know what? Today I want to fucking clean my room. Yeah. Oh, and today point. I want to go take out the trash. I feel like mowing the lawn and watering the plants and washing my mom's car and doing my own laundry and cleaning my room. Without being no, told. Without being told. But that is something that we were told and instilled. Because we have that, we cannot think that they innately have that within them because, because what happened that's if we not didn't we, do that shit? But we didn't give that to them. We didn't make them have to do any of those things right? because we knew what a pain in the ass it was. Yeah. At the same time, we could have given them a couple of things along the way to help them. For the most part, it's not their <laughs> fault because we tried to give them everything we didn't have. It's like, you know, what Bruce Lee said. What do you say? He said, <laughs> he said, he said, he said, chow mein chicken. Oh, no, oh. no, no. Oh, 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 oh. oh my God. Oh Blade my God. Take it easy. She's Louise. You know, God, then you hurt. Oh my God. No, I did not hurt. And take it easy. Take it easy. Damn. Jeez. You guys all act like you wouldn't That's have so laughed. Racist, if... bro. Yes, of course it's racist. What the hell? Stupid. She said, of course it's racist. Bruce Lee said, do not, well, something along the lines, because I don't want to mess it up oh, for now him. She, but, now she oh, doesn't want to Oh, stop, stop it. Oh, she, my God. <laughs> you know what? Kong Kong Fui. Okay, stop. Yeah. He don't say. He uh, said something around, do not give them everything that you didn't, everything you didn't have, you know, because you are going to. Don't give them everything that you didn't have. Give them everything that you learned. Even your friend John said that, something along those lines. But that was originally Bruce Lee. Don't get mad, John. Okay? Oh, John Mack? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was thinking, he was talking about the exact same thing. And that is actually from Bruce Lee. Yeah. He's a student so, of Bruce Lee. So, you know, and that's the In thing. The mind, yeah. And and along with that, it's just that we in my generation and my brothers and sisters too, they just want to make sure that their kids are taken care of, that they have whatever they need. At the same time, we cannot fault them for not already having that automatically. We already have that in us. Sure. We cannot fault you, your generation too, Benny Boy, to like be naturally going out and doing whatever, whatever, you know, we need to do to go clean, to go do whatever. We did it for you. So like you said, right, Dina, it's yeah. privilege. So mm -hmm. no, we... You gave us everything we needed, everything we wanted, and yes, but at the same time, 
we had to give them also to some kind of responsibility. We can't get mad at them now for not having it or not thinking it because the difference uh, is why. It should have been taught at, during, during the, those. Exactly. Uh, the difference is why. Naturally, we oh, are built with that. We are groomed right with now. that. We are given that. <laughs> but we also kind of resent it a little bit because it's like, dang, man, man, my mom was so hard yeah. on me to have all these things. But now we look at our kids and you be like, oh, my God, you can't even clean up your room. But we know why. We can't pretend that we don't know why they don't want to clean up their room. We understand why, but we forget because we are still thinking in the way that our parents raised us. Mm. We changed a lot of things for the good and also for the not so good. But we have to be accepting of all of that because we're doing the best we can the same way they did the best we can, the same way they did the best we can before us and before them. So and I'm none gonna, of that I'm is gonna, easy. I'm going to agree with you. So there's <laughs> one thing that a conversation that I had with my two older kids. And uh, it was, you have to understand that as a parent, as a person, I did not come in this world as a parent. Right. Correct. This is something that I learned along the way. And the only model that I had to go on was my parents and the way that they raised me. So even at times when you might have felt like I was being hard on you, or I was being too hard on you. Trust me, I had the same feelings growing up because my parents were really hard. And there were times I'd be sitting in my room like Eddie Murphy said, God, please let her get hit by a bus. As you get older and you think back on the lessons that you've learned, whether it was lessons that I've taught you or lessons that your mom has taught you, you're going to understand that there was a reason behind it and you're going to learn to appreciate those, those, those lessons. Right. And hopefully one day you'll pass those same lessons on to your kids, Mm -hmm. which is what I did. Cause I said a little while ago, I wish my two older kids were here to hear this and let them chime in because I did not make it easy for them because I was brought up very strict. And I always said the same thing. When I have kids, I'm going to bring them up straight. And my two oldest kids, I was really, really hard on them. I was really strict on them. But now? Now, look at how rad they so are. So that, I'm Just not saying. Yeah. But what I look at, and, and I've learned. Look at your mom and look at you. Just saying. What I've learned going through life is depending on the personality of the child also, right? So some kids, you had to be hard, hard on. My little one now, I don't have to be hard on her like that because it's a different personality she has compared to my other two. Not even so much generation. It's just that I can tell her, I want you to do this now. And if she doesn't do it, all I have to do is say, you know, I'm really disappointed that you didn't do that. And it crushes her, right? To the point where I'll never have to tell her again. This is what you need to do. She's going to do it because she doesn't want to disappoint me. Where my other kids, hey, Give a go, fuck. go over there and do this. And then little Wally, what, you didn't, you didn't do that shit? You know, and they were getting smacked for it because they didn't do it right now. Right. It's but maybe it's the communication channel that's different. It's the way you communicate then yes, with yes. what you knew. Yes, yes, and but now based, with but what you know since of, she's on, such ba- a young one. Based off of the type of personality though 
Not every yeah. kid's the well, same. Not course, every person. Of yeah. course, you know that's what I mean? exactly my point. So, so yeah, that's so what I'm saying. I agree with you on that. Where that communication is different with her compared to the other two. Um, they're gonna hate me for it, but a big part of it is because the mom was a knucklehead. So somebody had to really step in and be the hard ass on the kids to make sure that they were coming up yeah. to be respectful people in society. And the biggest compliment as a parent was being hard on your kid. And then when you send them with other people and they watch them for a day or whatever, the report you get back from them, oh, my mm-hmm. God, your kids are so polite. Yeah. Right, your kids are so sure, well that's the behaved. Best compliment as a parent, right? And I, I know, well, yeah. yeah, it is yeah. because I always used to say, you can yell and scream and whoop ass all the time at home. It's what they do and how they conduct themselves outside, outside. of these doors, right? That speaks for what you're doing at home. So if you're feeling bad about what you're doing with your kids at home, when they step outside those doors and you hear that kind of feedback it reassures you that I'm doing something right at home because they're not out there showing their ass. Now, if you're a parent, you don't give a shit. You let your kid run amok and then you send them out with somebody else. And then they're like, fuck. And the next time, Hey, can you, uh, yeah, no, uh, we have bowling. <laughs> talking about you have bowling. You don't even have an arm. You know what I mean? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What? But they make, ex- <laughs> yeah, no, they just make excuses for <laughs> yeah. not wanting to watch your kid. Mm-hmm. You know, you <laughs> got no arm. <laughs> you got an arm. <laughs> wait a minute, bowling. wait a minute. Prosthetically speaking, right? what do you mean? So, but, but yeah, that's like one of the biggest compliments as a parent that you could get is if you're doubting the way that you're raising your kids is when you let them step out into the world with other people, the report that you get back from them and their behavior. But that's also too like how we were raised, right? That's what to I'm saying. To make sure that we can uphold all of that. So as a parent who has raised older children and as a mm-hmm. parent who has a younger child, mm-hmm. myself being involved with my brothers and sisters who've got adult children all the way down to very young ones, just like you too, mm-hmm. you're able to kind of learn, you learn from what our parents have gave us, right? Facts. Which yes. goes back to, to what I was saying before of the conversation that I had with my older kids. Some of the things that I did, you have to forgive me because I didn't come in this world as a parent. I learned along the way, right? So I had, this is my third chance. Yeah. So I had my oldest, my middle, and now my youngest. So the oldest got it the hardest. My middle got it hard, but not as hard. And now my third, she gets it hard, but cakes. Yeah. Yeah. Easy, bro. Yeah. Right? But I said it's also the personality. But with that personality comes... With the way that you raise them when they're super small, right? That makes sense. Yes. And that builds that personality to where they understand getting older. Like I said, all I got to do is say, you know, I'm really disappointed. Damn. And and it, that's the part that crushes because the dis- knowing that they just disappointed one of the people that's the most important people or persons in their life is, I think, more crushing than a smack across the ass. Mm. Yeah. You know, and I used to say all the time, I would like when my mom, my mom would get a hold of something, she would lecture us, and I'd be like, God dang, I just wish she would just whoop my ass and get it over with. Get done that way, you gotta deal with that shit. Right? But then you sit back and you look at the lecture and the lessons that you learn from that lecture, and it's like, sometimes the lecture is better than the ass whooping. Mm -hmm. For the long run, for sure. For the long run. Right? But when you're young, you're not thinking about it. You just just get this shit over with. Okay, whoop my ass. Yeah. Okay? You know? Real shit. (laughs) So. 
yeah, you know, like I said, with the younger one, I don't, I don't have to do that. Um, I think I've smacked her. She's eight years old, and I think I've popped her twice in eight years. Good job. Yeah. Cheers, man. Yeah. Well, guys, believe it or not, we are uh, hitting our limits. Uh, but real quick, uh, since we're on the s- s- subject of uh, kind of motivation and, and, and family in that aspect, uh, Mark, if you had to give a uh, one recommendation to the generation coming up what you saying um a lesson that the world outside of the doors of your home is not an easy world it's not a nice world quit trying to make it that learn to have thick skin learn that not everybody's gonna be nice to you not everybody's gonna give you pat on the back for something that you did or didn't do the world's not uh, a place of participation trophies okay you've got to go out there and grind and work for what you what mm. you want right mm-hmm. if you want that pat on the back you gotta you gotta bust your ass to get it don't expect it to just come to you just because you participated in it right right um, and don't raise your kids with that mentality teach them that the world outside those doors is a cruel world that's what we were taught it's not a nice world so they've got to be able to go out there and face it no matter what it is that you teach at home they still got to go out there and face that world right you could tell them everything is fucking candy canes and flowers but the real world outside those doors it's a rough world Mm. and if you don't believe me look at what's going on in the world look at these other countries right now these people who they flee to our country for that American dream because what we have here and we see it, how fucked up it is, is better than what they're coming from. Yeah, so true. teach them that the world outside isn't all fucking candy canes and flowers. There's going to be some rough shit. They're going to come across in life. Teach them how to face it head on and how to deal with it not how to try to make everything fit what they want because they expect the world to be just like it is at home. Mm. That's not the way that it is. All right. And Skoko, same question. If you were to say something to a younger generation. I think if we're talking about fending for yourself and doing things and not counting on other people, let's just go to some very basic things and that's survival. Right? So... Learn how to make a pot of rice, cook yourself some fucking eggs and spam. To the second knuckle things. with the water. Whatever that is, whatever your mama told you, follow that recipe. But keep it very to the basics. If you can control how to cook the rice, how to think about that, then you can control so many other things. Always try to recenter and come back to the basics of things before you get things to be too complicated complicated like that word I just tried to get out so um, yeah no one's going to do it for you try try to be a little bit more aware of that too traditions also dude traditions in the for family sure. right cultural traditions for sure don't forget to teach your children that oh <laughs> yeah no, no that's dope yeah no, so, so for me some uh, deep shit get out of here uh, my recommendation for I guess I'm kind of the hybrid situation here right so you are though um, that's why I always look at like point I'm gonna like be, that uh, 
I'm going to say Dina, Dina for you and, uh, you know, the generation 18 and right below you. Um, I'm going to say get out there and try shit. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're, you're young enough to accept failure. And once you learn about what you really want, mm-hmm. Be more uh, bold. The, the, the more time you'll or the less time you'll spend getting a regular occupation and then wanting to figure that out. Okay. So like do whatever you want. If it's automotive, if it's whatever you want to do, bro, just go out and try it. If you fail, hey, shit, you're in the same just, spot that you was before. Yep. Just get back um, up. But the thing is, is uh, don't, just don't be scared. Go out and try it, bro. Like even for the kids, 18, you know, just getting out of high mm. school, y'all, y'all think college is the way. If college is not for you, go out there and try it. Do whatever it is that you want to do. I'm not a college grad, but shit, I learned how to do all this shit. Um, I think that's great. Benji. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's just really don't be scared and to get out there because the sooner that you find out what your niche is, bro, and uh, for everyone out there, like, Let's head on from there. Well, then you um, bought yourself that much more time to, yes. build, to, to, to actually hone that skill. Yep. And then by the time you're yes. thirty or whatever, you're already golden. Yeah? Yes. And I think that's that's one thing that you know, I mean, I'm figuring it out. Yes. Like, there, like there is no timeline on this, but if I were to say any anything to y'all, that's what it would be. That is awesome. I love that because you even said that, right? Everybody's giving you everything and you know that Mm -hmm. and you accept that and you have that, but what are you going to go give for yourself knowing that they can give it to you so easy? You already have that in the bag. What are you going to go do for yourself that isn't so easy? You never know. That's awesome. He's nodding. He's so good. But we're right here to lift you you back up and be like, yo, go try some different And and that's the thing, dude. You, You cannot be afraid to fuck up. No. That too. Okay. Yeah. And this is something that it's a job related thing. I always tell people all the time, it's okay if you fuck up, right? As long as I you learn from your too. fuck up. Okay. If you learn from your fuck up, you're going to be that much better. <laughs> you, you fuck up and you learn how to get yourself out of it. Yep. You're even that much better. Okay. Yeah. So that, and that's the advice. Don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to fuck up in life yeah, because fuck. as long as you learn from it, it's a lesson it's learned. A lesson. It's a lesson yeah. worth it. And fuck what right. the media says, bro. Yeah. All this, all this shit that you probably see out there, bro. It ain't your shit. friends, yeah. like the media, is fake. It, it, yeah. Well, I'm not gonna say it's fake because we are part of media, so well, we are yeah, no. part of the good <laughs> side, right? So it's the propaganda. Uh, that the bullshit talking in the media. About. Is, the yeah. propaganda. It's bullshit. bullshit. Um, yeah. But you know, there's there's a lot there's a lot of hidden so gems out there, and so, uh, man, like this, this topic is definitely where I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. I didn't brief you guys on this at all, but I, I loved think, it. I think Thank we, you, uh, Vin. We kind of nailed it for sure on all areas and uh i'm gonna say uh what not i'm gonna say genres but what is the fucking age range you're talking about demographic yeah demographic and what's the word we were using porn star fuck you <laughs> i'm gonna learn to be a porn star one day oh hey. my gosh please stop talking about that why sorry i didn't mean to kill your dream <laughs> I, I, your I guess after that, dream. don't try all the shit that you were telling you been wanting to do. You never know. You um, might be the best porn star ever. You, you might never be. ever know. Oh shit. my gosh, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> yeah, but somebody wanted to be a this porn This is star. really uncomfortable. My motivation in life so far is family and make people proud. Well, go. then there you go, man. There we'll you make go. yourself proud too and while you got that you foundation know I mean? set, dude. Yeah. That's dope, man. Well, if he brings some shit back to us, I'll be sure to tell you the honest truth. Mm-hmm. If we don't give a fuck about it, then me and Mark <laughs> tell will tell you. you and we'll like, we'll tell don't you. Like, bitch. Don't bitch. <laughs> like, yeah, you know you a little bit better than that, bro. So go ahead and, and, and reach your full potential. But on that note, 
We are going to get out of here, guys. Thanks for listening. Hopefully, you guys got something from this episode for sure. Something. And uh, shit. Shit, if you didn't, then change the station. We still will be here next week because we ain't scared of trying. Talking and right. talking and so talking. So we failed to what? We're going to come back and try harder. Talking yeah, that's it. Until next week, y'all. It's the later. Shoes. <clears throat> this is Island City Radio.